Welcome to the Thirst World Problems Podcast, where we talk about drinks, current events, music, and more. Now, here's your host, Nick Dugall, and his panel of experts, B, Bell, and the infamous Doc. I don't know if you guys heard today about the impeachment, how uh, basically Trump is uh, just... 57-43 were the votes. 57-43, Corruption on his but this, but this is the crazy part. Even if he runs... I think his biggest thing was social media, right? Him doing him doing these press conferences, I don't think we're as big. It affected more the elderly. Him without social media is I feel like it's such a <laughs> elderly <it's>, that's <laughs> it was such a blow to him. I, I honestly believe it was a huge blow. It's it was crazy. The biggest thing and why the Republicans didn't seem to vote against it was even if he's not the one campaigning. He can still help raise funds. He can still be in the heart of things. So sad. Without man. it being like, oh, How like disgraced former president. Now he still has that bit of whatever you want to call it, shine, like presidential shine on him that they can't, they can parade him out there to help get his base up and direct them towards whatever new candidate they have. Who knows if it's going to be like Ivanka or whatever, right? But Bro, directed don't make, towards. Don't make me laugh, man. You said there's yeah, been talks, yeah. man. Said, there's been talks, hey, bro. It's so, man. It's so sad, man. How fuck, man. There's people just. It's always money, man. Man, people don't even have a living wage, man. And these people that you know they have selected and elected to pass the laws and help and are just playing games, man. Of just fucking who can we impress so that next time we're in the seat again? They have nothing to do with helping anyone, man. Like the. It's unbelievable. Like, what's his name? Um, who was the majority leader again? Before? Last time? Uh, during Trump? Uh, Mitch McConnell yeah. or whatever? Man, he voted against He voted against the impeachment. And then right after the impeachment today, he was like, well, no, Trump is definitely responsible for it. He said that on an interview. So it's like, they, man, they don't even vote for what's right yeah. or fair. or they, they don't care, man. All they care about is which donor is going to yep. pay. And if he goes against that, then one donor is going to come out and the other isn't there. And it's man, it's, it's sad, man. And the internet age now, and with the virus and stuff like that, so many common people's interests on what's going to come out of government, like stimulus checks. And that really put a lot of light onto that. Like these guys are fucking crooks, man. Yep. Right, like they use their office to make money. They That's basically it. just scammed the U.S. themselves. Right. The crazy yeah. part, I think, about this whole entire thing is that all is forgiven, kind of. Right. I think. I think that that's the. Yeah. It's like it never it's happened. Like it never right? happened. But I think. I think realistically, all it takes is, you know, these checks. I think they're doing two thousand dollar checks for everyone. I think there was, at one point they said 2500 but I think it's $2,000 now. They have the highest when it comes to the uh, vaccine, right? So they're they're putting out the vaccine like, like it's next to nothing, which is huge. And I think that's the big thing. A lot of people are, you know, you're always going to get your people, oh, and they feel sick. Yeah, but you got to realize, it's like if you're getting a flu shot, you're basically putting a flu inside you to fight it. Your body's fighting it, so it's... It can handle it. That's what they're doing, right? Yeah, but those are the people that aren't getting that flu shot, though, right? No, like, there's a lot of I'm people, and I'm so surprised by how many people don't want this vaccine, man. It's because they're getting people's reactions about it. So if you're getting the vaccine and you're feeling a little weird, it's going to take you 14 days to be immune to it, right? 
it doesn't happen overnight where you're just like, cool, I, I'm good now. I can just go touch anything. It, your body, your body's it needs to regenerate. It needs to understand it. So 14 days, you get it, and then you're good, man. Right? That's the that's the crazy part. That like the crazy part about this is the lack of education and misinformation that people are getting. All misinformation, right? And you know where it comes from? There's no fact you know what, checking. You know Yo, what? We say that though, but I mean the flip side it is they're saying, you know, and if once again, they're saying you gotta look at the other side though, man. There's been reports of, you know, vaccines being linked to what is like autism and different things, especially targeting minority minority yeah, girls. Bell, that's, 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 that's what they would put forward, right? They're saying yeah, the information you're getting is not correct. How do you talk to someone like that who's not using but rational Bell, thought? But Bell, this is the thing. This day and age for social media, anyone is doing anything for likes, for ticks, for reposts, for everything. So you can put out false information. Like, this is probably a bad example, but I'll give you one right here. So the other day, you know, late at night, I'll, you know, go just go through TikTok and just see random videos. There was a girl literally going, filling up her gas on her car. And I think it was like $80, $90. And she's like, thanks, Biden. And the thing is, she put a date on there as well as it, she showed her car. She had like a V8. So she had like this V8 SUV. It was January 30th. Biden's only been in office for 30 days, right? So that type of misinformation, people don't think about things like that. So you're blaming Biden for high gas prices? Like, he's only been in office for 14 days. <laughs> There's no, no effect, effect on anything. anything. But that one video can go across 500,000 people. And they'll think, oh, yeah, he's doing that. He's going to screw us over. So now the ball gets rolling, right? And that's the complete truth. It's just what Bell's thing. What he's saying is it's a tough answer, man, because, you know, we know what the truth is and, you know, how to think critically and whatnot. But a lot of people like that, man, they, they hear this stuff and, you know, it, and it's as easy as bringing an argument up like, you know, yeah, 0.1% of the vaccine people if they have an underlying health condition and is linked to family and blah, blah it can it can, might cause something, for example. But man, so does drinking too much alcohol. You know what I mean? Like, so does not exercising. So, you know what I mean? So you, if you're going to take these things and extrapolate it to where like a 0.1% is 80% of the population, I understand what you're, what you're saying with that, Bell, that these people think it. But I think a lot of the times, and this sucks to say, those are the, those are the people that you can't get through to man those are the stubborn hard nose where and i hate to say it they don't matter in that equation sometimes man those are the people that aren't masking those are the people that you know call this a pandemic and you know what i mean like those people you can't that skull is too thick to conquer i feel like you know that's fair but all i'm trying to say and try to highlight is the fact that there's more and more of those people and they might not be the extreme. I'm not wearing a mask kind of people, but there are a lot more people that are fearful of this vaccine for a number of different reasons. And all I'm trying to say is it's not always the extremist either. And it's surprising to us. I mean, we've talked about this on the show before coming up where there's more and more people in our circles, a lot more people than I would have thought especially the way that we talk and the things that we talk about. There's a lot more people than I would have thought that follow and listen to us 
in having these conversations for the last two years that still have those beliefs and still not only have them, but sh- I don't even want to say share. It's not just sharing. It's like, like kind of what Nick said, like kind of market these beliefs and these things as facts where you're right. They're not going doing the back and forth of looking at the other side, right? Like we're giving the courtesy right now to look at the other side and try to at least relate to it or bring it into the conversation. But there's people out there that are closer to home. And I mean, one talk with a doc and that are saying things that are, I don't know, man, it, it's it's twisted and closer to home than I would have liked, closer to the show than I would like. The mind, the mind is such a powerful tool, but at the same time, it's one of our weakest tools. What I mean that is influencing is so easy these days because anyone is gullible if you're showing some small proof without the, propaganda propaganda without too, the right? full picture, right? It's so easy these days. You can literally convince anybody. That's big, I could probably yeah. go out here and convince 10 people that Kevin loves the greatest power forward of all time. Right? Look at that conversation. Not two in this room, I'll tell yeah. you that. That's, you <laughs> can't do that. Look at that conversation I had. I know this is kind of sidetracking. I literally said Kevin Love was, what, the second greatest power forward of all time? You have no idea how many people messaged me, called me. Just anytime I saw them, they would be like, yo, you actually think that? And I go, yeah. And they would try so hard to, like, change my mind, right? But you know what I mean, though? And there were some people saying, well, why do you like that? And I gave them facts. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. But, again, it goes both ways. It's so – I feel like the debate, when you're having a debate with someone, it's not really the conversation. It's more of I'm trying to prove you that this is the way. The other guy's trying to prove me that his way is the better way, right? And it's attention span too, right? Attention span. The only way people – a lot of people get – a lot of people get information is like a lot of people aren't going to get information based on, you know, an hour article on, you know, a peer reviewed journal where, you know, there's multiple citations and it's been peer reviewed by multiple professors in a certain college. Right. That's not where people are getting their facts from. Like they not, I'm not saying that's where they should be. Like there's different ways to get things. Right. But a lot of people are getting their facts on, on something on a 20 second TikTok, man. You know what I mean? And they take that to the bank and the sendability of that, man. I click that arrow. It's in 30 other people's, you know, hundred other people's, they send that 9,000, you know, hundred thousand, you know what I mean? If the video is good enough, it can spread like wildfire, man. Is that peer reviewed article in that paid you know, forum that, the, you know, the University of Manitoba or Winnipeg has, that's all facts based on scientific studies. Is that going to get sent to a hundred thousand times? There's no chance, man. Right. There's no chance. Yeah, so I think that comes into it too. And there's no changing it. Um, I think you can just, you know, spread as much fact as you can, but I, I like the internet's too fast, man. Like People can get something I send who are in India right now within a second of me pressing it, man. You know what I mean? And they might not even have any information on it. Like my mom yesterday was looking at Facebook and she's like, oh, um, the oldest woman to ever live was 162. And I looked over and I was like, what are you looking at? And it was just some article at some like random guy, like it like popped up or something. And I was like, it's not true. Like it's like 120, the oldest person that's ever lived or something like that. So just stuff like that, right. That, you know, haven't like my mom was, you know, dropped out in grade 10. So she doesn't have those 
120 didn't come up with social really? media. 120? 122. 122 is a woman. She lived the longest, it was, so it's, it's crazy. It was 87. <laughs> You're kidding. But, like, 162? How yeah, can that's you crazy. Even that's two lives right there. <laughs> Your voice is like yeah. 1860. That's two lives right there. Been around since 18. How do you think Blade lives that long? Good transition here. So, <laughs> we're, we're on the right path here. I... I I want to tell you guys a really crazy story. When's the last time we recorded? Two weeks now, I guess. Right? Yeah, around that. So so within the two weeks, I, you know, obviously B knows, uh, Belle, you know very well this whole uh, farmer protest we did talk about in our last episode. But I started getting a little bit more heavier into it, you know. Uh, my my ig followers a lot of them a lot of them are not punjabi or anything a lot of them are or mixed cultures so i always started posting things of what's going on other people's things i started going on twitter actually a lot more just seeing what's happening so the update that's been happening was it started getting a worldwide press on it all thanks to out of all people rihanna rihanna saw the article on cnn said what's going on with this and this article literally, her saying that literally just destroyed what's happening in India. So the government's kind of suppressing all information going out. They're cutting off internet. A lot of human rights is being violated. You know, they're not letting you use public restrooms. Again, they cut off cell phone networks. They cut off internet access, cutting off lights, so many things. But these guys are so strong going forward and and you know the by rihanna retweeting that literally just sparked such a huge worldwide notice and all it took was one person who had no basically nobody ever thought in a million years this was going to happen so what happened was a lot of these extremists i'm going to say hindu extremists started attacking her saying you have no idea what's what you're talking about. Stay out of this. This is internal matter. This is nothing to do with you. Stay out. Basically saying like, you know, we don't want this to we don't want this to be spreading a lot more, especially with your star status, right? So, another person jumped on, Mina Harris, which is Kamala Harris's niece. She's been a focal point into this boosting, praising, you know, fighting for what's happening with these farmers. And I don't know if you guys, I forget her last name, but her first name is Greta. She's like that young girl who's a... Thornburg. Thornburg, there you go. Yeah, I don't want to botch it. Climate change. Yeah, so she's, she's really big into that. Like a lot of these extremists are getting signs and burning it. There was one video I saw like 40 dudes having a picture of her and they were burning it. Like, I don't want to understand that motto, but like, why is 20 dudes trying to burn a 18 year old kid's picture? Like if that's the most, that's probably the least manliest thing that you could ever see. Right. But well, it's propaganda. propaganda. From the government, so, right? they, they, they make it seem like those people yeah. are wrong. And this is, and it's the, the power. Of, I thought that shop stuff would never come back. Yeah. To be honest and with you, and the crazy part about this is you can relate this to Trump news when this was happening, you know, they were just yes. they were just putting out you know articles of this is what's happening, this is wrong. These guys are killing people. They're they're basically labeling all you know Punjabi people 
uh, terrorists, all farmers terrorists. They're literally labeling them as terrorists. And now these extremists are, you know, going everywhere and calling everyone terrorists. And, you know, think about that. You being labeled as a terrorist. So if I'm walking somewhere and I see, you know, a bunch of people, they could think I'm one, no matter what. Just because they, they find out that I I speak Punjabi, right? But fast forward, I just want to give you a little update on this, but yeah. Well, that was the thing that was going around really Twitter as a whole. So on sports Twitter, there were some athletes that mentioned it shortly after uh, Rihanna. There was, Juju. well, even Trudeau came out. Yeah, Juju. Trudeau came out and was saying, you know, that they don't condone or they can fully condone peaceful protests. Indian government kind of gone too far at some point, And they came back and were saying, mind your own business, mind your own business kind of thing. But on Twitter and if you check the comments and stuff, they were all getting lit up. Like you were saying, they were calling uh, the farmers and the protesters terrorists. But then they also labeled that to the North, well, North America, basically coming forward. Anyone that was speaking about it. So uh, Juju got the work on it. Rihanna got tons of work on it about being terrorist as well and spreading propaganda, right? Like it was so extreme yeah. and it was, and it wasn't just like Joe blows. It was, prominent political figures i watched one interview where well yeah and bell before you keep going like these people have been getting paid for years and years and years to push the national agenda nationalist agenda right so if they don't do that you know they're puppets man at the end of the day right and that, so sorry continue oh no problem i mean that was the scary part it's like i uh, watched uh, an interview from a prominent uh indian news uh association Lily, and they were Lily interviewing Singh? people <laughs> no, oh, okay. it wasn't Lily oh, Singh. Okay. Lily Singh had a conversation with uh, Jagmeet about the protests going on over there. So let's not lump her in with the same okay. situation that's going on. But they were they. This guy was straight up talking about how yeah how the protesters were terrorists. He called out Rihanna by name, and then he tosses his hands up and going, "These are these are terrorists. This is what we should be doing." And he. He talked about going with violence, but he says we can't do that. We can't go in and kill them all because then the world will uh, the world will say this or that about us. So our hands are tied. I'm like, your hands are tied. Like that's what you're suggesting is you go in and basically genocide is what you're suggesting, and you're asking for sympathy because the world would look badly on you for not committing an insane atrocity. And this is. This is national news, international news that this guy is conducting this and, interview on. And also keep in mind, Bell, um, Indian in any news that you get in India, there's like seven or eight, you know, national networks. They're all paid and funded by the Indian government. So you know, there's not really any, you know, real news, third party news, anything that's been spread in India for the last like fifty years. Is, is what the government wants you to hear, right? And, you know, we say that here about CNN, and but those are, they're not paid for by the government. They might they might push a certain message, but they can say what they want. But their men? Well, that's exactly what I wanted to touch on, B, because we were linking them to B, uh, the similarities between, like, you know, the Trump party and what you're seeing over there. 
and how crazy it would be if we had if Trump and his supporters had the leeway to do some of the stuff that's happening in India. And that's what makes it sad for an outsider like me to look at. I mean, I've told this story before about the time that I spent over there on uh, on a vacation once where we we're close to the Indian border, Indian-Pakistan border around Independence Day, which is notorious for infighting between the two uh, countries. And it's the exact same thing. Internet blackouts, you know, uh, military presence everywhere, every second thought. You can imagine even just, you know, my skin tone over there drew a lot of eyes for numerous reasons. And it's a terrifying proposition to be in a country that controls their citizens to that degree. And I... I can't even imagine now trying to be a protester over there and speaking out when you're fully aware of what this government is capable of and how extreme so many of them can be. So to add on to that story, so the government basically thinks that all those tweets by those celebrities, the athletes, you know, Rihanna, Mina, even Mia Khalifa, Somehow she got into it. I don't know how. It was crazy. They all think that these guys that are quote-unquote terrorists funded, made these guys tweet that and paid them to do that. Well, they know that's not true, and that's what sucks about it, right? They know it's not true, and the government will the still world, push that it's The true, world right? knows that's not true, but these guys are pushing it to their extremists that this is what's happening. And they believe that, right? And that's that's the crazy part about this is that the world is opening and seeing what's going on. And these guys are being their true selves and just denying it till the day they die. That being said, with the funding and everything, I think it's just it's just opening up borders. It's making people realize there's a lot of work that needs to be done. And you're getting celeb- Bollywood celebrities who, you know, some of them say that they're fully Punjabi. They're nowhere to be found. All they're doing is government's making them copy and paste the same tweets so it just looks like they're sheep. They're literally got blacklisted by Punjab. There was actually a movie out there that they were filming in Punjab, and these farmers basically kicked these guys out and said, no, you're not doing it here. Go do it somewhere else. And they all just packed up and left. It's getting to a point where you not making a stand behind the people that always want to follow you throughout the years it's it man it's a career-ending move belt it, it, it kind of it's kind of like when lebron left oh it's over it's like over. like it's but over I mean, like, like at this point any at this point any bollywood like celebrity or something comes out to be like a punjabi you know like and again i don't want to speak only punjabi but like anything farmer wise because right. you know there's bigger farmer nations than punjab in india but like in terms of who's kind of the face of the protest, if they try to act like these, you know, those people ever again, it's just going to look like a yeah. joke, man, across the TV screen, I it's, think, it's, anyway. It's such a permanent black eye that these guys can never, ever recover from. That's the whole gist of what's happening. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people are asking, well, how do you know what's going on? Like, how, how are you, like, so detailed with this? So I've been on Twitter pretty much all the time. Like, I'm on it. I thought, you know what? I know you guys know that I'm a pretty good troll. Probably like a level 10 superhero <laughs> troll. And I was like, you know what? Let's <laughs> let's use my powers on this. And 
it's gone to a point where I got temporary banned a few times. I got I got so many people blocking me, but that's not the point. The point is you're trying to make these people show up who can say what they want and just let it be. And that's where I came in. I started trolling these guys and giving them the facts and and you know, they just start backing off. And I know it's just a so you're talking about, sorry, you're talking about people uh, like some of these extremists that are posting things. Well, these, see, right? That's the thing. These are Hindu extremists and all they do is they, they go on links. They go on, they try to put videos out there that are not legit. And they try to prove a point that this is what's happening. And this is going back to the story that we talked about with the vaccine and just with, you know, the, the, the news that spreads. So them spreading that, you know, if you're spreading that and, you know, a thousand people read that. You're probably getting a hundred people believing that, which is quite a bit, right? True. So, you know, if you're dropping your own knowledge and telling him this is how it is, you're literally opening eyes to everyone else. That's how, that's how Rihanna got into it. That's how, you know, Mina Harris got into it. That's all, you know, Juju, all these guys get into it because they saw it and they realized that. So, you know, I always feel like some people may think that they're very small, but what the things that they say and the things that they do can make a very powerful impact, even if it just reaches out to like 20 people, right? Now, me going out there and just doing that, trust me, man, I destroyed these guys. I would love if you guys wanted to read those tweets. You're more than welcome to. Nick Dougal, just read my entire feed. You guys will have a... I know B would love just reading it because he knows the <laughs> way I am, but... Dude, I destroyed like, I probably destroyed like hundreds of these people. So just throwing that out there when you're, you know, I'm having fun doing it, but at the same time, I'm trying to prove a point, right? When these guys do it, you know, and you know, you're, you're, you're arguing with these guys, all they see is what they've been told, right? AKA being a sheep. These guys are being told what it is, but they don't realize this is what it is, right? It's kind of like, it's kind of like when you're, you know, well, what do you listen to? Oh, I, well, I, I like CNN only. Well, why do you like CNN? It's so biased. Well, what do you listen to? I, I go on Al Jazeera. They're, they're not biased. You know, everyone's got their views on things, but what's really the real answer, right? Deep down, we know what the real answer for this whole situation, but you're trying to suppress those people who are trying to bring out that fake lies and all those information that could be spreading to the wrong person. All it takes is that one person who has a huge influence on social media. They can either make or break the situation, just like how Rihanna did. Rihanna literally made this into a global event, a global awareness of human rights violation. I think that's the biggest thing a lot of people don't understand. Human rights it's not about the laws, man. The three laws, you know, a lot of them go back. Oh, you know, they signed it a few years ago. Now they're going back onto it. Listen, they want to have a discussion on these laws. Bring out the first law. Why are you throwing three laws in a row at it? Which is ridiculous. These guys are getting their human rights violated. And all they want to do is talk. That's the biggest thing of this whole entire situation. And everyone else who are against it, they don't really care. And that's the crazy part. They're willing to do whatever it takes for them not to look bad. And it's getting worse and worse and worse to a point where it's going to be a divide, just like how the elections were in the U.S. 
there was a big divide. And it's going to get to a point where no one's ever going to come back and be one. These guys are pretending to be, hey, we are one, just like how Trump says, you know, we're bringing America back, right? America is built on minority people. They think that white supremacists ran America, which is not true, right? That's why people take down Christopher Columbus. People take down all these, you know, Southern statues, right? And that's what we're trying to do. We're, we don't really care about the divide. We just want to care about our human rights. And, you know, these without these farmers, man, just like the slogan says, no farmers, no food, right? You're not going to get everything that you, you think you're going to get. Without these, these guys are the backbone of every country, no matter what. You lose that, you guys are done. I'm going to end on that. Well, that's what's so, that, well, that's what's so interesting about this for me and from my perspective is this, and I think B mentioned this the first time we talked about it. This goes lock and step with the Black Lives Matter movement where you're seeing it's not just about black people coming up and fighting and protesting for their voices. It's the allies coming in and those people that are conscious and seeing what's happening. And I guess that's some of the posts that I saw. I wanted to ask you guys about this, but some of the posts that I saw on social media that I, I don't want to say I found the most surprising or whatnot, but that I found super interesting, and I guess positive, was a lot of Hindu organizations also coming forward and supporting Hindu farmers, but as well as Punjabi farmers, as far as it goes against some of these things. And like you mentioned, human rights are being violated and there's not even an open floor for discussion in this situation. Right. And that seems to be the biggest disconnect. And when you start talking about turning off Internet and you're saying, well, it's to stop them from organizing and whatnot. Right. Like because these guys are terrorists. How many people do you think that you're dealing with? Even like just the the simple fact of being every single protester is a terrorist. Then that is the most ginormous group of terrorists the world has ever known. So the numbers, the facts are you just can't even mobilize that many people. So it's instantly the numbers tell you that it's a lie. So it's, I don't know, it just seems interesting that there's a lot more allies coming forward and I can only see from this social media, I, I have no idea what the actual environment is over there, but I've seen a lot of at least unity or support for unity in North America towards not only the Punjabi farmers, but the Hindu farmers as well coming together as a more cohesive group. And I just, I just want to know, is that something that you guys are hearing or seeing in yeah. India itself? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, let's not get it wrong. Obviously, you know, we talked about this the first time is, um, you know, Punjabi people have largely kind of taken face of a lot of movements in India because of how in past events they've been treated and they've, they've fought back. So, you know, Punjabi people are a huge part of this protest, but, you know, obviously there's, you know, the, the Punjab is the third most, um, you know, output of, of farming output in India, right? So there's still a lot of protests going all around. That's why it's the biggest, you know, the Punjabi people aren't only going to make it the biggest protest in the world or in, you know, in human history, sorry. That's going to take everyone else. And so they're there. It's just, it's just, the people of Punjab, India has a way to to target them 
and they somehow always seem to get them to float to the top and 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 do finger pointing right and and what i've noticed really and what you were saying with black lives matter you know this you could even say things like um this the wall street stuff that's been happening man there seems to be that the people like you know the voice of the people are sick and tired man of of being manipulated by rich you know laws and big money and like the reason these laws are going through is because the biggest you know companies in in India want this to happen it's not because they sat down what's the best for that has nothing to do with it man right uh, take the black lives matter that's a minority group that has been dragged man for the history of of America and they took that and they spun it and now half the people that know BLM think it's it's just a group that goes around breaking shit and like you know what i mean like that's what they've been that's what the people in power do and we've seen it in the last two years is this budding of heads between rich and poor and you know above the law and oppressed man and we haven't seen it at this scale and this is one of the most you know i don't never want to say most important because it's every single one is just as important but when human rights start to get violated like happened you know uh with black lives matter george floyd and all of this that's where people really need to be standing up man and the, the big word here is people it's not we shouldn't have division right and if we have it we're letting those people do what they want to do they they want you not to post something about it and only be one group because you can't call people terrorists i can't call every person in the world a terrorist but I can put that arrow to one side and just be like, no, it's them. No, it's them. I have all the media coverage. I have all the media power. I have so many people that I can get to so easily. I have the money. I can easily label one group as that, right? But it's going to take the people man, to get back. And, and I think we're seeing it, man. A lot of stories from time to time have been popping up. It's a lot. I think uh, I think there's a little bit of movement going on in the world yep. right now, uh, to be honest. So those farmers out there are literally sacrificing their lives. A lot of people are a lot of them are dying. I think there's been over 100 of them that died. They're literally sacrificing their lives for us, for for humanity. Fortunately, we can't go out there and help them and fly there and help them. We can't do that. But what are we sacrificing here in order to show our support to them? That's one thing I want everyone who listens to this to take away. I really feel the biggest thing that you can take away from them is not support anything that they do. Bollywood music, Bollywood movies, anything that they sponsor, you stay away from that stuff. And that's going to take a big blow to them because they're realize that we're, we're a big, huge community. We're everywhere in the world. So you boycott that, there's no way they're going to survive. And they're going to realize that something's going to happen. So what are you willing to sacrifice that you cherish so much? And I know a lot of people love Bollywood movies, man. That's like bread and butter for them. If they can sacrifice for you, what are you doing for them? That's what I'm going to leave at that there. And, you know, everyone, thank you for listening to this. It was an amazing episode. Bell, you nailed everything. B, you nailed everything. So good job, boys. Folks, thank you for listening to this episode. Please follow us on all social media platforms at Thirst World Problems. 
If you guys have any questions, please DM, DM us or even email us at thirstworldpod at gmail.com. One last thing I want to throw out there. So I posted on social media, if you guys ever want to follow me, Brown Ryan Gosling. I posted um, basically kasanarights.com. This is going to help you out to reach out basically to your leaders in your community to get the awareness out there. So go to kasanrights.com, K-I-S-A-A-N-R-I-G-H-T-S.com. Put that out there. It's going to spread an awareness. It's going to spread everything that uh, we need to get this resolved. And by doing your part, that's going to make a huge difference. Good night, everyone. Or good day. Thanks for listening to the Thirst World Problems Podcast. For more exclusive content, follow us on Instagram at Thirst World Pod. Make sure to subscribe, like, and share.